What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Gentlemen, good morning. Morning. The next, um, well, month. It's going to be weird. Yeah. Because we're all over the map, it's right? It's going to be... Uh, I'm going one way, you're going the show. one yeah. way, you're going... What are you doing? I'm going you're on going a, one a, way. I'm going on a Monster Pro Wrestling That's tour, right. remember? Jimmy's working. Jimmy's working during his holidays. He's yeah. a working man. Yeah. He's a working man going on holiday. Anyway, we'll deal with why you're going away Yeah. Uh, right after six, because we're going to give uh, Grant some help writing his vows. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. <laughs> That's what friends do, eh? That's what they do, yeah. yeah. This is uh, the last show of us together as a, as a group here for quite some time. That's true. Yeah. And it's also Grant's last day as a single man. Before I get married, yeah. Yeah, with Ooh, us anyway. Good idea. Oh, they're cold, too. Yeah. Jimmy. This was Jimmy's idea. Just move that. Jimmy sent a, a text to me last night. He said, you know what? We should have some beers with our boy Grant Johnson become, before he becomes uh, Mr. Michaela Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Have a little uh, have a little bachelor party on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleared it with the boss. <laughs> nice. Said, Can we have some beers on the show tomorrow? He said, yeah. Do it. That tastes pretty good. I don't hate those morning beers. No. No, me neither. There you go. Uh, and we're also going to help you out with your vows. The locker room topic of the day. We're helping Grant with his vows this morning. Uh, bad movie Dan said, I vow to always lower the toilet bowl lid. That's not a bad suggestion, he, right? He, Is she? I don't think Mac would be hung up on. But you know what? I actually always close the lid on the toilet. Okay. And it goes back to when I was a kid. I remember seeing like a CBC investigative report. Okay. And it was about how much um, fecal matter is released into the air when you flush the toilet and how it gets all over your toothbrush. And I remember being like 11 years old, seeing this report about poop flying everywhere if you don't close the lid. Yeah. And ever since I was that age, I started closing the lid, just religiously closing the lid every time. That's interesting because I was going to say, I bet you, you are more anal. Um, 
Poor choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> You're more anal about some stuff like that than Mac. Yeah. Oh, she definitely. seems more relaxed. I'm the, I'm the why are all the lights on in the house guy. Oh, awesome. Like, I'll go home today and all the lights will be on in the house. Every light will be on. All Basements. the doors are open. Why, is the, why are the basement lights on? <laughs> Just slowly turning into me. It's a slow process, but slow. Why are all the doors open? Oh, she never locks it. The locker room topic of the day. We're getting some help with Grant's vows for his wedding. Uh, he's uh, tying the old knot this weekend. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're helping him out. Uh, Ryan Lindley said, I vow that my love for you will linger for eternity, like the odor from Jimmy's shoes. <laughs> it is powerful, fills your senses, and will bring tears to your eyes. It will stay with you, even when I can't be there by your side. <laughs> the nice thing about that is Jimmy's going to be at the ceremony, and we'll have a, a nice you know, little tribute to on hands example of what that will be. Oh, right? dude, I've got newer, I've got. My newer dress shoes, uh, as well as brand new. You'll find a way of making sure that your sense I said, sticks uh, with all of us at the wedding. I said some could describe our love as chalky. <laughs> Jimmy smell is. You know what's funny about that is I must have said that a couple years ago about his smell and what it is, and I was yeah. trying to put a word to it because. <laughs> And again, I know we harp on this, and people probably think we're exaggerating, but Jimmy is a powerful smelling human being. It is. And he does put an effort into trying not to smell. It's not that he just doesn't do anything. It's just something he's he's eating. There's there's times that my smell bothers me. He's got a hygiene issue, but it's not from a lack of trying to avoid it. I think it's because he's this compact little monster right <laughs> and i think his body is just fighting back at him yeah and and the funny thing is is when i said it's got this chalky kind of thing to it grant knew exactly I what knew i was exactly because i will go home and it's stuck to me yes it's like it's in the room with you yeah it it just literally yeah will stick with you for the day <laughs> Like, I have a weekly thing. I have a little calendar reminder on my phone. It pops up. Spray Jimmy's chair or a seat in the car. Yeah, so I, in the van. I have a bottle of Febreze in the garage dedicated to to the, to the van, yeah. Because I drive this little smelly piece <laughs> of shit around in my car. And I shower every morning I, and yes. put fresh clothes on. I'm not recycling. What's the first thing my wife said when when she said... When I asked her if you could come to Grant's wedding in our car, we have audio of it. Burn it, burn his shoes. Yeah, no, he needs to buy new shoes and he needs to take a bath. He needs to take a bath before he gets in my car. I have, I have brought a change of clothes. I like that it wasn't a shower either; it was a bath. <laughs> I, I brought a change, soak, soak that, soak in the tub. Yeah. I brought a full change of clothes, uh, so I'm actually changing my clothes before we leave this studio. Good choice. I, I, I literally have a towel and a face cloth. And a hand towel set out for your bath for tomorrow before we get in the car. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. We're helping Grant out with his vows this morning. We're getting some good texts this morning. I like it. Um, Lizotte, Jason Lizotte, said the last line needs to be, you know, you say I do and everything. I, mm-hmm. Let's go get some barbecue and get busy. <laughs> <laughs> I, funny I think, thing is, is that I can hear Grant doing. <laughs> I think uh, I just had this image of 
You remember So I Married an Axe Murderer? Yeah. I could just picture you doing, at the end of that wedding, in that movie, the dad yeah. stands up and goes, Let's get pissed! <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. That's a great Is that movie. an underrated movie? Yeah. Not a lot of people know about it. We made Jimmy watch it, and he enjoyed it. I'm yeah, pretty sure. It's, Mike Myers. Yeah, it's it was really a good one. funny. It was funny. Yeah. Heed! Heed! Look yeah. at the size of it. <laughs> it's got its own climate. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. Good one. Lizotte knows us. Oh, yeah. Knows you and uh, knows that that could be something that we would hear at a Grant wedding. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. This morning, we're helping Grant out with his wedding vows. We're getting some really good suggestions. Are you taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tina said you got to include in your vows this line. I vow to love you more than the best chicken sandwich around. Again, but she but, knows us. <laughs> but do you really want to start a relationship, a marriage, with dishonesty? <laughs> he is the chicken king. I think that Mac holds a very special place in Grant's heart. Yeah, but so but, does a chicken sandwich. But I'm telling you right it's now, it's a different part of the heart. There's room in that heart for for <laughs> Mac and chicken. The locker room topic of the day. My love for you is like a river. Like a summer breeze that makes my soul shiver. <laughs> One look from you is more precious than gold. Let's go get some barbecue and get busy. <laughs> so Lazat stole that line yeah. from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Ripped it off, yeah. Uh, we're helping you with your vows this morning, Grand Johnson. We should, we should almost play yeah. some Bad Company. I've always said I would sing that at the wedding, so... You know what? Feel like making love. We're going to get that song in before the end of this uh, hour. Uh, Dean said, okay, Grant, as a longtime listener and fan of the show, I know exactly what you have to do. Just recite Creed. You do higher or arms wide open. (laughs) (laughs) He said, just imagine that verse. I'll give you everything. With arms wide open. Just make sure that, that there's no... Uh, please make sure you're dressed in all white. <laughs> topic of the day. Okay, we're going to wrap up. We're helping Grant with his vows, but um, this actually needs to happen. I remember at one point Grant mentioned years ago on the show that if he ever did get married, he was going to walk in to the church yeah. with a headset on, like a Garth Brooks Garth headset. Garth Brooks style, yeah. Yeah, a full-on white tux, <laughs> and he would be just singing this song. <laughs> Could still happen. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a good way to wrap up the topic. And now, another episode of Locker Room TV. Okay, we have a video in front of us. You can watch any of the Locker Room TVs by going to the Locker Room YouTube page. Subscribe today, everybody. Jimmy, if you don't know, is in um, Monster Pro Wrestling. He has become a full-fledged member. You're part of what group? The Carnival of Chaos. Crazy Carnival of Chaos. With Randy the Redneck. (laughs) Whipper Wally. Hillbilly. It's a a full crew. Okay. And um, last... What do you call the last game session skit? What do you call last it? match drama? Last, last match. Okay, he stole someone else's belt. I got it fair and square. He beat up a woman. Um, the intergender belt. Okay, 
So this is the promo for the next match, which is where? It's at the Alberta Avenue Community Center, and it's uh, next Saturday. Next Saturday. Wow. Closing in quickly. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's play this. Pro wrestling fans, this Video. is Jack Jim from the Carnival of Chaos, and I won this fair and square. This is no longer the women's championship belt. This is the intergender championship belt. <laughs> I want it Seems fair offensive. and square. I don't care what anyone says. No other women the you're, gonna, you're not getting this away from the carnival of chaos. Why? You have to pull it from so my have to get a midget dead to girl. hands. And that won't happen. You! You, little bugger, you got something of mine. You're the one who slapped me last night. Oh, this, this is the intergender. Here, here we go. You're the one who slapped me. You got something that's coming to you. <laughs> oh, there's oh, a little joke in. How much did you love this? <laughs> she slapped you and choked you. That's two out of three. <laughs> uh, is that Harry the Hillbilly? Oh, he's pulling you out of the ring. You uh, how was it being dragged on the hip? What the hell is this? That's it's the promo video. All right. Okay. That was aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> how many times did you ask to reshoot that? <laughs> they had to reshoot it. a little harder next time. <laughs> Oh, again, give us the details on the next Monster Pro Wrestling. Alberta Avenue Community Center on July. You don't need to see that again. Cruise News. Electricity rebates announced by the Alberta government more than three months ago will begin arriving next month. The province said almost 2 million Albertans will receive rebates on their electricity bills. Homes, farms, and small businesses will receive monthly credits of $50 on their July, August, and September bill. According to the government, the rebate will be automatic for eligible people, so there is no need to apply. So if you qualify, they're just going to give you your 50 bucks. You don't need to do anything. So there you go. Yeah, I talked about it last hour. I'm just, I'm exhausted. I, I can't even anymore. Yeah. It's just, it's just asinine. It, just, <laughs> it is. It really is. It so just makes no sense. If I get my rebate, is this, does this count as a carbon tax lunch? Do you pay electricity? Yeah. What's your bill on the dentist sadness? It's not that hard. It's, what is it? 20 bucks a month? 60. It's 60 bucks. That seems high. It's gone up. Sadness. It's yeah. gone up. Yeah, it, it used it used to be it used to be forty five. Is everybody just getting fifty bucks? I think yeah, fifty dollars is just the standard. Yeah. Again, like I said last hour, just it it just makes my head hurt when we have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Just stop the dicks from charging us too much. You're creating all this work for yourself to send us rebates. Just stop the companies from robbing us. <laughs> It's that simple. Yeah. Sit them down and go, you do business here in Canada. Stop robbing the citizens. 
It, uh, it's easy. Yeah. Isn't it? You'd think so, but... Let, like, go to the source! <laughs> Why is the dumbest guy in radio in Canada coming up with a better idea than the government? Than giving like, us $50. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a moron. If you take the entire population of Canada and split it into two, take 50% over here and 50% over here, and you base that on intelligence. So this, the 50% over here, yeah. on my right, is the smartest people in Canada. Okay? And then over here on my left is the, 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 the dumbest people in Canada. Guess what pile I'm in? You're not I'm the smart end. I'm over here on the left. <laughs> I'm hanging out with the dumbest people in Canada. Your best friend <laughs> is just, a moron. We've just split up the entire country. And I have just come up with a better solution than the one that you came up with, and you're running the damn country. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. It's just, it's, just stop the people from robbing us from robbing us. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense, everybody? I don't know. You would think so. Oh, but I'm going to have a seizure. It's the government. Go get more beer. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Old Clint, 92 years of age. And um, he had some advice for people on how he got there. Yeah. So they were asking him, okay, you're 92. You're still in good health. You're still working. Like still making and directing movies. Yeah. It seems pretty clear. Yeah. Um, he's a bit of a miserable dick. But he is? Yeah. Then maybe this actually... This might explain why. This might explain why. Apparently at a young age, he started to lift weights, and it was before it was even remotely something that people did or talked about or yeah. was a regular uh, thing. Um, so that might have a lot to do with it, but I also think his eating habits, he's got three so- sort of main things that he deals with with respect to food so yeah he said there's three three things that have kept me healthy he focuses a lot on how much body fat he is carrying so he yeah. always is looking at like percentages of body fat he's a like skinny dude though he was always like, he's skinny. one of those guys that's just naturally skinny he but, was tall too right i think yeah. he's tall so um, I think that that does help him. He's got the 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 build and the makeup for it. So he right? said his body fat is always under ten percent. Yeah. Um. He avoids sugar and alcohol in excess. All right. Good luck with that. <laughs> he said stay away from carbs, um, especially rich desserts. Yeah. Um, he keeps a scale in his bathroom. Gets proper rest. Tries to be optimistic. Eats his raw uh, vegetables and fruits. And yes, avoids alcohol. And he doesn't really eat for pleasure, was his third rule. So he's on a strict diet. He doesn't like, oh, I want some barbecue tonight. I'm going to have some barbecue. And he gets into it. He sticks to his diet. He eats salmon and brown rice for breakfast, uh, which sounds like an awful breakfast. I like salmon, but not for breakfast, right? And you know what? Like The other thing that I was reading is that he doesn't like... He doesn't. He doesn't mix it up. No, no, no. He you eats know, the same thing. He, he eats said, the same thing every day. He said in the interview, "If I could take a pill that would just give me everything I needed, I would just stop eating completely." 
Wow. Yeah, he said if I could take a pill to give me all the right nutrients, I could give up food. I I enjoy. I like eating. I like drinking. <laughs> too. <laughs> and there's too much about food, and I don't know, like. We do those make good food boxes, and yeah, the, yeah I get excited every time one shows up because my wife picks the meals, and uh, and it's like something, ah, different, something different, something yeah. good. Yeah, I I like the whole theory that a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's a little better I mean, than. It's hard to argue with Clint's success. He's he still 92, looks pretty he looks good. Great. He's, he's still clear. He's still working, right? But again. I think that he's a miserable dick thing, though. Yeah, what's a couple extra years if you're not happy? Yeah. And exactly. he's the same height as you, by the way. He's six, six foot four. I knew he was a little taller, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he, so is what you're saying is he was a horrible pick for my celebrity death pool? I have him. Oh, you have Clint? Yeah, no, Clint's not dying anytime it's soon. It's going to be a good eight, nine years before he goes. Yeah, we've actually had a good run. We The last winter was in December yeah. or January, wasn't it? Something like that. Wasn't yeah. it Trebek? Uh, nope. Uh, Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole passed away. I had him. And, and Jimmy that was, and I had to eat those pills. It was back to back, too. I had a, in our celebrity death pool. By the way, I have a new uh, wager for okay. our celebrity death pool. I'll, I'll tell you guys now. I, I don't know if you guys are going to agree to it, but it's something to think about. It, it was sent to me by my daughter. Okay. She went to get her nails done. Oh, I think I saw this, yeah. Yeah, so the acrylic yeah. thing where you I, add... I like this. Yeah, so the two losers have to go get acrylic nails, <laughs> wear them for at least a week or something. <laughs> hey, how I much, like it. How much do you weigh? I'm, a, I'm 240. He weighs a buck 98. Yeah, see, that's all he's just, seeing ribs. Yeah, he's yeah. a little skinny guy. Yeah. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. You know what? This is the last Grant report. I'll be uh, writing for a little while. Going on vacation. Woohoo! So I was looking at different topics I could write this Grant report about, and there was just a lot of good stuff out there. So I decided to give you a rundown of things the city of Edmonton is doing right now. <laughs> Number one, they have signed a 20-year deal to build more windmills. Which means Lachlan Cross will be moving far, far away from the city of Edmonton. You know what he says about windmills. I don't say that. Windmills change your uh, sexual preferences. So we're going to have windmills all over the city. Number two, do you remember when they spent millions of dollars and several years taking the wading pool in front of City Hall and making it a couple inches shallower that's so that no little people would drown in it? So it's like a two-inch pool now. This summer, and this is real, the city has spent money to hire lifeguards to sit by the two-inch wading pool. Holy shit. If you go there today, oh this is God. true. You can go there today, and you will see somebody being paid, and paid pretty good, I might tell you, to sit by a two-inch pool in case a drunk midget stumbles in there face down. It's the little person. And then number three... Um, they still don't have an opening date for the LRT that they've been working on for the last 10 years. <laughs> so they still have no clue when or if that thing will be running. Oh, and don't forget to give up alcohol this summer so the mosquitoes don't murder you. <laughs> the Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. 
We're going on summer vacation, and we need drinking money. Purchase an Obi-Wan Mexican Jedi t- t-shirt or a Grant Report coffee mug today and help support a good cause. Text Jimmy today for the link to shop. And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So the Obi-Wan Kenobi series ended yesterday. With What's the, next? What's the next series? This, uh, these television series. Andor. Cassian Andor. Who's that? Uh, he's, Who's that? he's that warrior guy that was in Rogue One. You know, the pilot that had the, the uh, droid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. this is going to be a prequel to uh, Rogue One because he dies in Rogue One. If you haven't seen it. I'm yeah, sorry. he does at the end. Everybody yeah. does. That whole planet blows up, yeah. right? Or whatever? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so the, this is the last one. And the way that they concluded it, there's not going to be a sequel to the to this one, to the Obi-Wan. There's no way there's going to be a sequel, in my mind. Why? Because they basically closed everything up. Like, everything's good. Like, he's not going to... Fu- he just not- got on his ship and flew away. Whoa, that doesn't whoa, close everything up. No, he, he didn't fly. Did you watch the end? He's moved every. Uh, I no can't spoilers. Say. Most people haven't seen it yet. He's moved what? He earmuffs everybody. I'm gonna take off he's, my headphones then. He's uh, got rid of the cave, like he's going to find a new cave because he's moved from his current place. But then he goes and drops off the annoying kid. Yeah. And then he just gets on his ship and flies away. No, then he. No, we can't go here because we're gonna. People are texting in mad. Um, I can't say, but no, he. There's more to it. You missed the end. Got to watch it again. I was drinking. Yeah, that might have something. To and do I don't it. care about it, so it's just kind of on. But but the Jedi. Uh, but the big news is Jedi Jimmy podcast episode 24 comes out tonight. Oh, that's the big news. Yeah. And this is the big news. By the way, his predictions he makes every time, like at the end of his his podcast, if you watch it, he was all upset this morning because uh, I missed three. You said all of them. You said your four predictions, not even came true for the final episode. You had four predictions. You said none of them came true. No, I, no. you're not in tune with the force. <laughs> no, three, yeah. three out of the four came through. Okay, all right. Lizad asked if he got on a spaceship at the end and went to Tijuana. <laughs> well, that's what I was. Anyway, I'm glad it's over because you, you know what? I, and again, I. I don't want to wind Jimmy up, but I, I I thought the acting in this this was awful. <laughs> there were so many moments where it was just like, oh, yeah, but just I could, painful acting. I I could see there being a uh, a spinoff though. Like now, I, the way that they ended it, I could see a spinoff being for Reva. I can see that happening now. She was the worst one. My God, she's she the, like out of the three that the I've watched in the last year. Yeah, she was the third sister or something. Yeah, yeah, third sister. Yeah, anyway, she was just god awful. Yeah, she wasn't the great. The Mandalorian and then Boba Fettish and then this one uh, are the three that, that we've watched this year and that Jimmy's been following with the Jedi Jimmy podcast. And out of the three of them, this was collectively, it had the worst acting of all three mm. of them combined. 
I was uh, there was moments where I was like so triggered. I was like, I could do a bit. <laughs> well, Jimmy Leia was could so do bad. A, she was so annoying. That kid. Oh, but, yeah. But also, one thing I really loved uh, love about this series was the lightsaber combat and how it uh, yeah, progressed. Yeah, you had throughout. a dinger for that the whole time, and that that, that was the only the, thing that even that The combat in Episode Three, Obi Wan was quite weak because you know. There was just so many moments, even in that in the lightsaber battle, where there were they hung on to stuff to make a point for too long. Do do you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Like it, it was. This was awful. Like, what's the rating on this? We should look this up. I'm curious now that I'm Obi Wan Kenobi. Now that I'm getting mad about it, um, was was the rating okay on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm looking. So the Rotten Tomatoes for Obi-Wan Kenobi. See nerds always. Uh, so like the me. critic was 84%. Audience was only 62%. Yeah, see, that doesn't surprise me. Whereas the Mandalorian, I bet, is higher. Look that one up. Mando was better, I bet. 82 and 60, or 89 and 60, or 84 and 62 or something is what you just said? 84 and 62. Yeah. Um, Ron, the Mandalorian was 93 and 91. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I bet you Boba Fett sort of shoots the middle of those two. That's my guess on it. And yeah. you know what? The Mandalorian created and directed by Jon Favreau. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. But the big difference, uh, you know, just the big difference between Mandalorian... and McGregor's not a great actor. Is he? <laughs> I didn't mind him in this. He was okay. Like, ah. But the big difference between the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, and uh, and this one... Was this one was all one actor, one uh, sorry, one director, one writer, whereas the uh, whereas the other ones had different directors. It Hold was... on, you're saying that that's a reason why this isn't as good. That's kind of my or thing can, because so you take you take a show and you put a whole thi- bunch of different writers and a whole bunch of different directors, but and with it Man- scores way higher because. But then you because take a show you give, where you have one guy and one writer and one actor because you have the and you di- don't ha- and you have a and it's crap like that doesn't make any sense to me. No, it does. You just are stupid. Um, <laughs> oh. the, the thing is, the thing is though with with the, with the Mandalorian <laughs> and the Book of Boba Fett, like you heard more- it here first, everyone. <laughs> I'm just stupid. Too stupid to understand Star Wars. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So in the last couple of weeks, I've had two photo radar tickets show up. I live up in St. Albert. I haven't seen them the last couple of years. I had somebody comment on my Twitter yesterday when I I made a comment about, are they just, are they going hard on this again? Because I haven't noticed them. I thought this was a thing of the past. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, and somebody's like, they've always been there. They just move them around. I don't necessarily believe that. I think at some point, um, with respect to what Kenny did with photo radar, I think the municipalities around the province were backing off on it a bit, yeah. St. Albert included. For whatever reason, maybe it has something to do with the fact that they're walking Kenny out here shortly. Maybe they feel a little bit more empowered and they're back to their cash grab. And uh, they got photo radar out in St. Albert. They need money to cut the lawns, apparently. <laughs> um, and um, the the setups that they are that they're doing right now in St. Albert are sneaky. They're hiding these boxes from you because in the past, 
you couldn't help but notice the box because there was a van or a vehicle not too far away from where the box was set up. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't really want to get into this because I, I can't think of anything that makes me more angry than than these photo radar tickets. Like I've got $300 that I cannot afford that I have to pay for these tickets and I am a good driver. I listen, I speed, I get that, but I am not an unsafe driver. I drive to the conditions of the road, I slow down when things are not good, um and I go with the flow of traffic. If you want to take a look at the setup of one of them that I saw yesterday, I took a quick snap at a stoplight. It's just up from the Enjoy Center, the holes or whatever. It's on that new construction on Ray Gibbons, and it was catching traffic heading south. And it's behind, they're hiding the truck behind a a hill. So if you don't see the box, Mm -hmm. you're not going to see the truck. So it's a total dick move on the part of the city of St. Albert. Total dick move. Yeah. Now, the thing that I wanted to say about this and I and I actually made a comment on the podcast that I do in the afternoons yesterday, and I had a couple of lawyers reach out to me going, you can't actually be passing on that advice. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that advice anyway and leave it up to you to make the decision as to whether or not you do it. First off, fight all your photo radar tickets. Just slam this the, the court systems because the this is entrapment. Um, and, and again, l- listen, I understand there's an argument to be made for um, for for our officials trying to make the road safer. I personally, and this is my opinion, and you will not convince me otherwise, this to me does not make the roads safer. If anything, I think that this just angers drivers and you're actually causing more good, or more harm than good with these things. Um, that's my opinion. You can have an opposing opinion. Don't bother trying to text me or call me or tell me that they need to do this. This is totally a cash grab. They want more money in the coffers. Mm -hmm. That's all this is. And again, I will believe that till I die, till you put me in the ground. Okay. Now on top of fighting these photo radar tickets, if I live in St. Albert, if you see a, a silver Subaru going past one of these powder, things, powder blue. it's not powder blue, it's silver, and you see me flashing your my lights, yeah. I'm telling you right now, and again, apparently this is illegal, and I shouldn't be admitting this on, on my radio program, but I am telling you that there these dicks are set up and there's one not too far away from you, okay? And I have done that for years. I will continue to do that. I'll eat that ticket. Pull me over and give me that ticket, I'll pay that gladly. I will walk down to City Hall and I will give you cash for it. Because <laughs> if I save somebody some money from getting a ticket yeah. and I save them the stress of having to look at a $150, $176 ticket for driving on a road that's the speed limits are too low, I can live with that. Okay? And that's what I do. And I think we should encourage to bring that back. We're only... Uh... About one step away from you standing on the side of the Henday with a big oh, sign. Oh, I'm so close to that. <laughs> I am so close to spending my afternoons finding Cash one of these things ahead. and warning people about it. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can't tell you how mad these things make me. The, the boxes, like, pull me over, give me a ticket. I'll pay that all day long. I will never have a problem if you catch me when I am actually speeding and you take the time to pull me over on the Henday because I was doing 115. Uh, but these boxes, I don't know why, and, and I, I can't articulate the difference. 
They just, they absolutely incense me. Uh, maybe it has something to do with the fact that I've had two accidents in my life and both were before the age of 20. Mm -hmm. Like, I am a safe driver. I am not a criminal. I am not on the roads. I am not causing havoc, right? So anyway, I've been told one of my plans yesterday, I came up with this, was I was just going to drive around the city now with my four ways on at 40 kilometers an hour just to be a dick. But apparently I can get a ticket for that. Yeah, for going too slow. And then the other reason I don't necessarily like that is now I'm just slowing down the whole city, right? <laughs> for my own little, like, childish little statement on photo radar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the flashing of the, of the lights, yeah. apparently that is called obstruction of justice. And you're not supposed to do that. Uh, so. You need to put up some signs in your yard, front yard, and then one in the back window of the Subaru. And then you need to go, yeah, find one on the Hende someday and <laughs> sit there on the side. Hang out. <laughs> he has a tent set up on the side of the road. I, I swear to God, if I get another one of these tickets, I'm going to have a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to have a seizure. And by the way, I'm fighting these because one of the lawyers that sent me the note that said you can't flash and warn people about these things uh, because that's called obstruction of justice, said, I'll tell you what, and he's not he's doing it for no cost, he's going to write my letter about the, uh, the entrapment that I feel these things are and send it in with my ticket so I don't have to pay it. So um, <laughs> thank you, Rob, for, for that. I just have to get him a copy of the ticket. And there you go. More gold. Yeah, these th these photorators. Because I have a feeling like I'm going to get a couple more of these things. But l listen, they're hiding these things in. They're hiding them. They're trying their best right now to keep these things obscured from ongoing traffic. So you need to be very careful in St. Albert right now uh, with respect to to photo radars, right? But don't worry about the lawns and the mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Namaste. <laughs> Another moment with Dr. Locke. Jimmy, you don't take vitamins, do you? Every morning. What do you take again? You take I take ginkgo? A, I, I take a multivitamin. Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect for this no, Dr. Just, Locke. Just wait. I, t I, take, I, I take vitamin uh, vitamin B, vitamin D, calcium, vitamin C, ginkgo, what? ginseng. You take that every morning. Every that morning. started when when COVID started. You were quite concerned about Jimmy um, dying, and so you got him on like vitamin D. And I wasn't D. the only one. <laughs> no, but, there was a lot of concern for Jimmy. Yeah, and there no, was there, not there even, still I'm, is a conversation about the connection between vitamin D deficiency and COVID. Mm -hmm. That's still out there. I don't know if it's been like more of a disproven uh, like conspiracy type theory now but it, it's yeah. still a, I still see it every once in a while I, I also I also take uh, echinacea and I said wow you take way more than I do yeah the what ginkgo do you, uh, was what do you take the ginkgo was because you couldn't remember your own name most days <laughs> no, it actually does help great for a hangover um, ginkgo's good for a hangover I have no idea what we take fish oils vitamin C vitamin D yeah, I'm. I, I, was a, I don't know. It's a handful of stuff. I just get handed a handful of stuff and I throw it in. <laughs> I eat it. I don't know. <laughs> I like the fish oils though. I feel like those are doing something. The omega. Yeah. 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 Um, they do say, and Jimmy, this is worth saying out loud. They're saying that the multivitamins are a complete waste of money, and that you can, you can, you can stop doing that. They did say that 
This article was basically, and I've seen this before, this was just crapping on anybody who takes any vitamins. They're saying if you eat if you eat okay, you shouldn't have to take them. I like kind of getting your vitamins from your food and stuff. Yeah, I kind of think that what I'm taking might be okay. I, I'm gonna reevaluate some of it, but yeah, I legitimately want to try Karen phytoplankton. I do too, actually. Yeah. If your I've, wife is saying her energy levels are up because of it, my wife is swearing. Yeah, by it right I, now. I'm interested to try it. We're yeah. gonna keep her on it because of the, like I said, the uh, the acid reflux. Mm. And there are there are people out there that have been on the Karen for for you know for acid reflux. Yeah, and you know what? We're joking about the gout, but that actually is a thing. It's too. actually a thing it helps with. Yeah, because yeah. we talked to uh, what's his name, David, and he said, yeah, it does actually help. Now, and again, listen, you got to make your own decision about what you eat and what you put in your body. But, and I don't think I'm telling tales out of school. If any of us know anybody with gout, they have a bad diet. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's a number one contributing factor. If you talk to somebody on gout that's, uh, that has gout, they will probably deflect and mm -hmm. tell you they eat fine. But if you ever spend any time with them, yeah, it's hereditary. They do not eat well. I'm sorry. It's a, a lot thing. Of it's hard to hear. Maybe I'm just, I'm just bringing this up because we have a boss with gout, and he talks <laughs> about how great he eats, and the only thing I've ever seen him put in his face is potato chips and chicken wings. <laughs> and he that eats, is it. and he probably eats at the bar. Like a lot of people, they eat at the bar, they drink at the bar, and then like their whole. Okay, yeah. I don't know why I don't have gout, but <laughs> I like how you said a lot of people just eat all their meals at the bar. Uh, hey, that's me. Uh, I very rarely or the bar. I very rarely eat at a bar. I do because uh, it kills your buzz. <laughs> anyway, you might want to reevaluate the multivitamins. I think the C and the D, and maybe an omega is probably pretty decent. Yeah, um, but yeah, if you're you need to s have a look at what you're taking, and and no, I do. I, like... I do. I take vitamin B. I take it. no, no, no. I'm just saying, take a look at it all. Do a little bit of inventory. Maybe do a little bit of research and find out if you need to be taking what you're taking because I think you might be wasting a little bit of money here, a little buddy. But it, but I think the, the ginseng and the ginkgo is the Did most important part of my. Did you just go to the my... dollar store and clear a shelf? <laughs> no, I actually go to a drug store <laughs> or Walmart. He's got 10 years of high school, one month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now Jimmy explains. So, like a sunspot is basically, or solar flare is basically because the uh, the sun is made of mostly of gas. So what it does is sometimes there's a flare, so it like kind of explodes in certain areas. And there's been, over the last 24 hours, there have been a high uh, amount of these sunspots that the radiation actually messes with uh, radio signals. It messes with... Did you see that, Grant? Yeah, I did, yeah. All In Russia and Japan, they had, um, like... They a couldn't... couple weeks ago, they had an X-class solar flare that disrupted some of their power and yeah. uh, radi radio, radio transmissions. Yeah. And there's supposed to be some more coming up in the next week or so. Don't a lot of people think basically this could be the end of the earth is is a solar flare? Mm -hmm. Like there could be a solar flare that just wipes out all our technology. Everything sends us back to like the Stone Age. I can't help but thinking that 
something is doing this on purpose. Well, that some sort of yeah, uh, you would civilization it's- that we don't know about yet has learned how to use the sun as a weapon. Why wouldn't you use the sun as a weapon if you had that capability? If, well, if, if if you guys are right with that, then during these solar flares, we should see aliens. If we don't, it proves that you guys are more. Why would we see them? They're doing something, shooting a beam at it from their alien planet, yeah. or and well, they're doing and, something. But to, if they're, if they're doing it, that and it's and it's interfering with our radar, it's interfering with our. Uh, then they can fly under the under the. Then under they, the radar. Then we yeah. should be able to see them. They should be here, and we should if, be able to see them. Have, if we don't, if you have then, that kind of technology where you can manipulate the sun and use it as a weapon, you're pretty sure you have pretty good stealth technology as well. Yeah. They're just adding it like this is just it's a d- d- distraction so that they can, you know, keep us occupied and mm. keep our eye off the ball, right? Yeah. That's kind of what I thought this was. Like, why is it that I, why do I take a break from drinking to do a soul, uh, uh, a Jimmy Explains so that you guys can talk about aliens? Because of your dedication to science. Exactly. <laughs> like, I do all this research and I don't get to say anything about it. You, you said get, everything about it. You said it. everything. You just explained you said it. Solar flares We're, is disrupting things. Grant and I are adding a possibility. We're getting people to think. Our hypothesis. Yes. You guys, hypothesis. Do you remember those from uh, Tabor Community College? Hypothesis? Yeah, it's, it's uh, leads to a it theory. Be good. Have a Coke and a smile. <laughs> we are calling our friend John Kennedy. From the Veterans Association Edmonton Food Bank. Good morning, John. Here. How you doing, John? Not too bad, Locke. How are you doing? Good, good. You guys good. are doing a, a charity golf tournament. That's correct. Yeah, on the 29th of July. Nice work. Nice work. Uh, this is the yeah. first goal for you guys. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, Calgary's on their third one. They're holding one in uh, September 14th, I believe it is. Okay. All and right. ours is on July 29th out at the Edmonton Garrison. Yeah, yeah, that's a good spot for you guys. I, I like that course. Um, now, where can people get information about um, jumping on board and uh, and uh, getting a foursome? Or are you still looking for uh, partners from a from a uh, sponsorship perspective, John? Absolutely. Yeah, we're still looking for uh, sponsorship. Uh, there's a platinum, silver, and uh, platinum, gold, and silver uh, sponsorships. Okay, they can be found on our website. Um, which is Veterans Association, or if they type in VAFB Edmonton, it'll take them to the website for the Veterans Association Food Bank. Perfect. And if you scroll down just a little bit, there's a link for the Calgary Golf Tournament coming up, and there's a link for the Edmonton Golf Tournament coming up. All right, and uh, we're going to try to make it out, the the locker room, to to, uh, spend the day with you guys for that one. Looking forward to it. that would be super awesome. Super you, awesome. You guys have some interesting things that you're planning because you're uh, you're at the garrison and you might be. We we can't really talk about it because I don't think it's come to fruition yet. But uh, it's going to be a cool day. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be. I just I just found out that the one idea that I had is not going to work. So well, well, that was involving the helicopters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. When that's you were telling okay. me about it, I was like, man, I hope that sounds awesome. It does not surprise me that somebody said no to that, though, John. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me either. So now I've got to put the thinking cap on and come up with a new idea. Ah, uh, that's okay. You'll figure something out. All right. So, I'll figure something out. Veterans Association Edmonton First Annual Charity Golf Tournament. 
Um, and again, that is happening on July 29th. The locker room's involved. You're helping out a great cause. Um, you guys are in your new building, John? We are. Okay. We are in our new building. Uh, it's 18504 111th Avenue. We're right behind the Tim Hortons that's attached to the Esso gas station. We're the first corner building right behind the uh, behind that location. There you go. Um, so we are looking forward. It's a 9 o'clock shotgun. Registration starts at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's an 18-hole scramble, Texas scramble. You bet. You get the power cart, steak dinners. We're going to have a silent auction and contest. Nice. And we're really looking for community support to help support our veterans. Uh, we've supported close to 1,000 veterans in Alberta since this started in uh, 2018 down in Calgary. You guys do good work. John, thank you for your time today, all right? We'll send people right. to the webpage. Just Google VAFB Edmonton and you'll be there. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.